0: This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kind. This is a single episode in which Sunil Srivastava and Lee Ackerman and I discuss getting new teams predictable.
1: Thanks, Lance. Uh, Lee Ackerman, consultant by trade. I like to joke, I see myself as a digital ecologist of late and just really trying to look at the, the larger ecosystem and how things fit together. And whether it's agile, DevOps, my current day-to-day, we're actually launching a digital studio, which I'm excited about. But kind of across all of these threads is a focus and passion on learning and digital learning and how we use technology and thoughtfulness to help people learn and succeed because things are changing faster than ever.
2: Thanks, Lance. Uh, My name is Sunil Suvastua.
0: Sunil poses the question, how to get new teams to be consistent?
1: You're going to learn as you go on it, Sunil. But, you know, Mm -hmm. things that come to mind are ideally, there needs to be transparency, right? Like when we come back to the manifesto and we talk about what success looks like and how we work together, well, it should be obvious that there, there's a different level of maturity and skill in the team, at least in certain areas. So, you know, right from the beginning, I, I, you know, elephant in the room is, hey, we're not all at the same level or same experience yet. So how do we support each other? And if you have folks that have experience, ideally, you can help them or have them help you in terms of, you know, let's be patient with each other, have them do some coaching or explaining. Um, it's their team. There's some ownership here, and you know it, it, it's not it's not just for you to solve. It's it's the team, and this is like the first step in the team being empowered and solving problems. So I'd, I'd even put it forward like that: is hey, you know, we've got a mix here. How do we solve this? And see what ideas you get from them. Salt it with some of your ideas, and and make it a collaborative effort with the team. And you know, you're living agile with them and setting a great example. Now, people are complex. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you might get pushback, hey, it's your job, or you're the coach, you tell us. And mm-hmm. you might have to chip away at some of that or start off being a little bit helping, but you, you need to guide them that they're they're the owners of solving problems and you're there to help and you'll share but you know let, let's figure it out together i see lance nodding
0: yeah no i like that that's, a, that's the, uh that's the recording and say your answer it, it, is that <laughs> is that where you're headed sunil I, I had a like a like a background question before i would continue but let me just see how you're if you're happy with what you've heard this is
2: kind of a you know very high level right is that how you have you've done it or is that how you, you do it like how do you make them more predictable because that is one of the key things that you want to achieve right for teams to be more predictable how would you what there are some concrete steps, are there anything concrete that you would, if the team comes back and says, you know, well, you are the coach, and now help us in this space. So how would you go about making it more concrete? Uh, I'm going to add one more
1: more thing, Sunil. I don't know that I've started off where, you know, as we're doing sort of our sprint zero and kicking off a team where I've said, you know what, folks, we're here today to be more predictable. Mm -hmm. It it almost sounds like an insult. Uh, (laughs) You're predictable. At the end, that might be part of what you want to do, but you know, I, I'm looking for how, how are we having an impact and what, you know, let's figure out what success looks like here and how do we achieve our success? And, you know, having predictability in terms of we follow through on what we say we're going to do and we're thoughtful and sometimes, you know, we know when to say this should stop because it's the wrong answer. That's totally unpredictable in some ways. When, when did you stop or why did you stop now? And it's like, well, it was wrong. We're going the wrong way. But at a high level, I want my team and all my teams to be thinking that way. Mm -hmm. This is the wrong solution. Let's stop. Totally unpredictable. We don't know when we're going to find that out. So Mm -hmm. I ask my teams, and when I think about being agile, it's like we need to be thoughtful. And we need to challenge norms. And, you know, there are things we're going to start off doing. And when you think about getting a team started, you're, you're, you're often really prescriptive at the beginning. know, Mm -hmm. thou shalt do this, thou shalt do this. This is a stand up and, you know, we Mm -hmm. shall have these ceremonies and we'll do these artifacts. Mm -hmm. And a few sprints in, the team's going, you know, we don't really find value in this or we don't like this or, you know, we want to change that. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. great. How does it solve the problem? Like you're trying to get them to think Mm and to and not just go through the motions. So if your other folks are already there and challenging things, you're going to have to say, bear with me. (laughs) Because as a team, we're not there yet. And, you know, a lot of times the teams that we're starting, everybody's starting. We come in and we'll see teams that have tried Agile before, but it didn't work. And they're like, oh, it didn't work because of this or, you know, this. And it's like some of my clients, there's very little trust at the beginning. And other clients, I just had this at a boot camp we did where we were talking about doing a opportunity canvas, just thinking about what are we trying to achieve? And we're showing it to them. And they said, well, how is this different than our, our, our business case document? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I've never seen your business case document.
0: <laughs>
1: but when we think about it, when we look around the room, who has seen this document? And, you know, like the two people that work on it have seen it, and the other people hadn't. And I'm like, well, the first thing is, is when we build the canvas together, we all build it, which is a big difference. And you get input from everybody, and you get buy-in from everybody. And like, okay, well, let's give it a try. And... You know, you you could feel resistance at the beginning. Or how is it different than this and what we already do, which, you know, it works for us to let's give it a try. And you don't always get that trust. And I didn't, you know, it's early days in the engagement, but this group of people said, let's give it a try. And I don't know that I can ask for more. And it kind of comes back to that, you know, people are the challenge. And if you don't have the trust, you're going to have to find a way to build up to it. And if you do get that leeway, no pun intended, you know, run with it and, and prove why it's good.
0: That really? pun was totally intended. Don't You're not kidding me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Lance, your thoughts?
0: I don't know if I'm out of the box a little bit too much or not, but I was, I was asking myself, or, or it sounds like you're talking about forming new teams from a collection of old teams. Is that right?
2: Yes. It is forming a new, again, this is just a hypothetical. I'm like, you know, in transformation, what happens, what I've seen right, is that you do have some new team members coming with, they may be internal or external, like, you know, from other vendors, but you do have some internal team members, like even at when we doing TDD, right, we have some people who had practiced it. Now, there are different kinds of issues, right? Some of them had seen it fail, some of them have seen not enough support for whatever reason. And then there are people who are brand new to the whole practice itself, and there are people who are just starting the whole career itself. So how do you, if you get group of six and ten people, how do you and you know how do you bring them together how do you build a high functioning team or make them I know leaders not like it, but make it help them be more productive towards the end. Right. Yeah. That is I think our goal ultimately in a sense, right?
0: It might be. I, I don't know. So if somebody says, hey Lance, I want my team to be more predictable and he points at the team, that's an interesting question. And then I would be kind of wondering, well wonder why he's asking that question. And it usually has to do with Maybe they're not meeting some kind of commitment somewhere. So resolving it then would be like this. If it, it, So I, I'm thinking from the, whether it's a new, if it's an existing team, if it's already currently existing and formed, then I would just do an inspection process, meaning try to figure out where the slowdown is in the flow or, or where the, just, just basically have to observe people. Go there, stand up, listen to them, and 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 see what's going on, or 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 sit them, get them in the meeting, and, and then do like a retrospective for one hour on how workflows from the requirements all the way to, to to delivery, and then find out where the where the hiccups are. So that would be like a well, that would be a retrospective. So that's what I would do. I would ask the team because they might know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> So, but if it's a brand new team and they say, Hey, we have a new team. We're going to form them now. And I want them predictable. Then you just, I think you just got to let them execute and, 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 and eventually, eventually. So the first few sprints will be messy. Third or fourth sprint, uh, maybe the fourth or fifth sprint, you're starting to see some very good trends. At that point, you, you ought to be discovering some predictability and also discovering what's impeding predictability, which were probably our impediments. So that's, that's the third, the, the, the second part. And then the last part is nobody wants predictable teams because they really want high-performing teams, which means a change. So they want them to change from wherever they're at now to something higher-performing. So uh, I know when people say predictability, they mean what they mean, whatever they have, which probably means make them go faster and deliver more. So they want unpredictability, but they want, they want to go forward, though. <laughs> they don't want to go the other way.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, well, again, th- these are some common things that do come up in, you know, when, at least I am, when, when I'm working with different teams, right, you know, there are some expectations. and I understand some of these other issues, but how do you get team to i think some amount of consistency in that sense right uh, if you are, you know how do you make how do we work with the teams i think things that have come up and that is why i, I thought it was a good idea to pick your brains and see you know what you guys think and your experience
1: hey uh, Sunil, you know the other thing that i'll throw in there to the the unpredictability side mm-hmm is I, I like to highlight to people that my favorite principle in the manifesto is the, the art of simplicity. I think it's number 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the um, maximizing the amount of work not done. And, mm-hmm. and it's not that you're sloughing off, but it's, it's that challenging the norms. Why are we doing this? When can we stop? Who's going to, you know, who's going to receive this or get value from it? And the, the answers to those questions might change and change what you do. But if you're always asking, like that, that predictable behavior, I think is what you want to see is that you're questioning, not that the yes. answer is always the same. And so, you know, be careful as to how you frame that predictability, because if it is just, hey, we're just continuously looking for incremental improvements, you're only ever going to find incremental improvements. And that may just lead you the wrong way, right? You're off on a, you know, a straight line when you should have took a left or, you know, done a loop. True.
2: True, and also, you know, if you're predictable, doesn't mean you're productive, right? You could be delivering all the times, and you're predict, and you're predictably <laughs> delivering certain stories, but is it is is the outcome helpful or not, right? Like outcome versus output. We do have to look into that as well.
0: Ace is an Agile consultant who shares space with a coffee shop in order to save on the rent. Meet this hard-boiled Agile consultant and follow his adventures on helping his clients become Agile no matter the circumstance. Scrum Noir, the project management comic book that teaches you Agile, is available on Amazon. Just search for Scrum Noir. N-O-I-R Check out the show notes within the show notes we have links to the past show that I've done with Sunil Srivastava and Lee Ackerman about scaling test-driven development across the enterprise with only one coach where are the show notes if you're using a podcast player flip that baby open and look around and you will see them right there presented in front of you it'll have a a picture of the podcast cover along with text that's clickable if you listen to this via downloading mp3 from the website go back to the website where you downloaded this mp3 and you will see the show notes there